promotion with the beforehand extra and Vitalis for well-groomed hair bring you Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Here's a new and different way to care for your hands. It's with Truche, the beforehand lotion, a really different idea in hand lotions. Use Truche before you get to work, before you do dishes, before you put your hands in dishwater or do light laundry. Truche is so effective that it will guard your hands even in that hot, soapy water. But you can also use Truche as you use ordinary hand lotions, anytime your hands need a creamy, softening lotion. So get Truche and get an all-around hand lotion that also gives you beforehand protection, something no ordinary lotion gives you. Get Truche, the beforehand lotion, and get softer, lovelier hands. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you eat meat to eat? Archie the manager's bacon. Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Huh? Yeah, quite a party here last night. Well, you know, it was the annual meeting of the Third Avenue Shillelagh and Friendship Society. Uh, so around <laughs> 10 o'clock, uh, everything was going along kind of quiet. You know, a few broken windows, and some cracked skulls, <laughs> a couple of fractured ribs, and then suddenly it started. <laughs> the rowdy element from Second Avenue moved in. <laughs> well, the first thing you know, the fight was on. Duffy, you should have seen the place. There were so many teeth scattered around, the floor looked like it was smiling. <laughs> what a floor. Yeah. yeah. After the battle, uh, you know, just to see what happened to people, we counted noses. Uh, there were six missing. <laughs> no, not people, noses. <laughs> well, look, I got to hang up. I'm uh, just checking a list of the damages here. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Eddie, uh, we got to make a list of the damages for the insurance company yeah. now. Take this down. Okay. Thirteen broken legs. Thirteen broken legs. Yeah. Two chairs, one table, and a tourist from Hoboken. <laughs> Let's see. Articles missing. Uh, one sterling uh, silver beer mug, value $500. Roger, we never had no $500 beer mug. I said this was for the insurance company. <laughs> Uh, say, speaking of missing articles, where was you last night while the battle was going on? Me? Oh, I was taking a walk. How come? I had a sudden craving to die of old age. <laughs> well, ashamed of you, Eddie. I'm glad at least that I ain't the kind of a guy that runs away from a fight. No, you would have to carry away. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, you should have been here last night. What happened? Well, there I was. You say you wasn't here last night? No. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't talked to nobody that was here? No. Well, sir, there I was. <laughs> me back to the wall, see, with these three tough guys closing in on me. So I think fast, and I see there's only one thing to do. So I do it. What? I swing from the floor and knock all three of them out with one punch. Three with one punch? Now, how is that possible? I just hit him. I don't explain them. <laughs> so, the next thing I do... Uh... Pick up the three guys and toss them into the gutter. Who's telling this story? <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> so like I was saying, I pick up these three guys and toss them into the gutter. <laughs> Eddie, I was like a man biting a dog. Oh, boy. Say, that must have been quite a battle last night. Miss Duffy, all I know is any guy on 3rd Avenue that ain't got a broken nose this morning is a dame. <laughs> It's a lucky thing I was here to keep things from getting out of hand. What did you do? What did I do? All I did was... You say you wasn't here last night? Right. Are you sure? Yeah. And you ain't talked to nobody that was here? No. Well, sir, there I was. <laughs> Think back to the wall. <clears throat> when these uh, characters start rushing me, see? Six of them. Now, hold it, hold it. A minute ago, there was only three. A minute ago, I didn't know my own strength. <laughs> so as I was saying, Miss Duffy, I let fly with me Sunday haymaker, see, and I knocked all six of them into the alley. Six men with one punch? Archie, that don't make sense. In the heat of battle, who stops for logic? <laughs> what a brawl, though. As I start hitting these guys, they're laying all over the place. I'm telling you, I ain't never seen such a mess. Duh, oh. <laughs> And again... Uh, hi, I heard it was quite a shindig here last night. Wasn't you here? No. Are you sure? Sure. You ain't talked to nobody that was here? No. Well, sir, <laughs> there I was. Me back to the wall. Twelve guys jumping me. Twelve? Quiet, I'm rolling. So... <laughs> Anyways, I pick out this big guy. He must have been seven feet tall, see? Well... Fellas, I'd rather not talk about it. Oh, go on, Arch. Tell us. I'd rather not. Uh, us unsung heroes have got sort of a code, uh, what we call false modesty. <laughs> oh, come on, now. T tell us some more. I'd, I'd rather not talk about it. Then. Okay, have it your way. Will you quit interrupting? <laughs> so as I was saying, this seven-foot bruiser starts picking on me, so I throw him over my shoulder, see, and bounce him on the floor a couple of times, uh, you mean a seven-foot tall and you threw him over your shoulder? It's an old Japanese leverage trick. Uh, <clears throat> what they call Harry Carey. <laughs> well, to make a long story short, before the night's over, I have mayhemed at least 12 guys, see? Oh, boy. You know what? You always was a great fighter. I remember when you was in school, you could lick anybody in the fourth grade. No wonder. At that time, he was in the eighth grade. <laughs> well, just the same. I'll bet he's the bravest guy in the world. Right, Arch? Why, oh, wouldn't say that. <laughs> well, I would. Well, I suppose after last night, I do have a terrific reputation. Boy, uh, but you're the greatest fighter in the world. Well, now, Fennec... Look, Archie, I ain't the kind of guy that goes around looking for autographs, but do me a favor, will you? What? So I'll be able to tell me grandchildren, punch me in the nose. <laughs> Look, Finnegan, if I ever hit you, you won't have no grandchildren. Oh, come on, Art. You're a friend of mine. Please, knock me out. Sorry, Finnegan, but I got to save me strength for emergencies. Now, uh, as I was saying, this guy was seven feet tall. Yeah, see? yeah. So no sooner do I get through with him than his big brother comes in. About eight feet tall. Give or take an inch. <laughs> well, anyway, this guy comes up to me, see, hey, and... bartender, I'd like a drink. Later, bud, I'm telling a story. So, like I say, this uh, eight-foot guy is toting a rod. He's standing there with his brass knuckles emptying the nickels out of the pinball machine. 
Well, right away, I can see that he's a troublemaker, see? Hey, pal, I said that I would like a drink. Look, will you stop interrupting? Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. So I goes over to him, and I says, look, chum, did you come in here looking for trouble? Hey, look, Doc, I am becoming Ike. Am I gonna get that drink? Quiet, will you? I'm doing a talking here. Hey, Bud, you ain't gonna be doing a talking very long if I shove me fist down your throat. Hmm. Oh, it's one of your suck this guy. Quiet. Quiet. The gentleman is talking. <clears throat> you were saying something, sir? I was about to say that you are a stinking bartender. Well, sir, uh, I may not agree with what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. <laughs> Just a minute, bud. You better not talk to Archie that way. You know, last night he beat up 40 guys like you. Uh, please, uh, leave us not poor, our guest. Now, uh, look, what kind of a drink would you like, Mr. Uh, uh... McGeek is the name. Spike McGeek. And now I don't want a drink because I don't like being ignored, and I don't like fresh bartenders, and I don't like you. But, Mr. McGeek... You talk too much. Good night, punk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you and who else? <laughs> Funny, you never think of them clever answers until it's too late. <laughs> well, sir, as I was saying... Uh, the... Don't talk to me, Arch. What's the matter? Letting that McGuck push you around. Well, Billy, and you know how hot-headed I am. It took a lot of self-control to keep so cool. Cool, you was positively shivering. <laughs> But you said last night you beat up 12 guys. Arch, were you just lying? Finnegan, you know, if I was lying, I'd have made a 14. Well, then how come you was afraid of just one guy? I wasn't afraid. It's just that I fight best when the odds is against me. Well, all I know is when I stood there and saw McGuick insulting you and I saw you stand there and take it, uh, well, I hate to say it. What? Arch... Something died inside of me. <laughs> made me made me feel ashamed that I was a man. Now look, Clifton. I don't like to say it, but goodbye, coward. <laughs> look like he lost a friend. Yeah, I'm really a little ashamed of myself, Eddie. I've known a guy all my life, and his friendship means a lot to me. Guess there's only one thing to do. What? Lick McGurk. <laughs> Are you kidding? One punch on the chin and you'd be out cold. Are you and Fur and I have a glass jaw? All I'm saying is the last guy that hit you there wound up with seven years bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, I gotta show Finnegan I ain't no coward. No sacrifice is too great to keep a friend's friendship. Hey, wait a minute. Here he comes back. Uh, now, look, Arch. Finnegan, are you still talking to me? Sure, can't you tell? <laughs> well, sometimes it's hard. But uh, anyhow, I got news for you. I'm going to fight McGuick. Well, I... Uh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, I knew you wouldn't let me down, Arch. Shake. Okay, put it there. <clears throat> Ouch! 
be careful, Finnegan. Uh, that's the hand that's going to knock out Spike McGurk. <laughs> oh, it just makes me the happiest man in the world. You see, Eddie, it don't make much to make a friend happy. All I got to do is go out and get myself killed. <laughs> Inhale. Exhale. What you doing? Uh, I'm training for the fight, Eddie. I'm doing my breathing exercises. Uh. Yeah. After Spike McGirt gets through with you, you won't have to worry about breathing. Oh, yeah? Don't be so sure about that. You know, where I come from, we chew rust and spit nails. <laughs> that man is twice as big as you. So what? Size ain't everything. Remember the story of David and Goliath? I'm the David type. Well, you certainly can sling it. <laughs> Eddie, stop interrupting me training, will you? Now, uh, where'd I put that glass of carrot juice? Carrot juice? Yeah, it gives you calcium. What? what? All you got to do is wait, man. You get plenty of calcium during the fight. What do you mean? McGurk will knock your teeth down your throat. <laughs> Eddie, brute force ain't everything. Remember, in boxing, it takes brain as well as brawn. Okay, so you're a two-time loser. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, just wait till I get in condition now. Uh, give me another drink of that carrot juice. Hey, Archie, why do you keep drinking that stuff for? It's good for me, Miss Duffy. It puts hair on me chest. Oh. Care for some? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think you better do some boxing? Yeah, who can I use for sparring partner? Hmm. Eddie, I don't like to ask you to do this. You know, boxing is a kind of a rough sport, but how about going a couple of rounds with me? Be happy to. Nothing doing, you're too anxious. <laughs> Let's see, who else is there? Uh, how about you? I happen to be a woman. Who has to know? <laughs> No, thanks. Okay, let's see. Who else is there? Hey, Arch. Oh, hello, Joe. Hey, I hear you're going to fight Spike McGurk. That's right. Do you really want to look good against him? Well, certainly I do. Then, before the fight, put a little Vitalis on your hair. Because with Vitalis on the hair, everybody looks good. Tell me, why is that, Joe? Because Vitalis and the 60-second workout tames down dry, unruly hair and helps keep it handsome and healthy-looking. And without a greasy patent leather shine. No mineral oil in Vitalis, you know. No, just carrot juice. <laughs> no, Vitalis contains only pure vegetable oil. And the Vitalis 60-second workout refreshes and stimulates your scalp. Actually prevents hair and scalp dryness. So, Arch, take my tip. Before the fight, put a little Vitalis on your hair. Well, why, Joe? The referee ain't gonna be a dame. I know, but at least when they carry you out of the ring, you'll be well-groomed. Oh. Uh, Miss Archer, why don't you give up this fight with McGurk? I can't, Eddie. I told you. I gotta prove to Finnegan that, that I ain't a coward. Besides, I'm getting in pretty good shape here. Uh, feel this muscle. Hmm. What does it feel like? J-E-L-L-O! <laughs> hey, Arch, are you getting in shape? 
Never felt better in my life. And again, good. I'll go tell McGurk you're ready for it. Uh, just a minute. Uh, leave us not be in a rush about this. What? You ain't going to let me down again, are you? Well, no. It's just that I feel I could use a little more training. Eddie, the carrot juice, please. <laughs> Eight, nine, ten. <clears throat> well, that takes care of chest exercises. Eddie, uh, measure me up again, will you? Uh, yeah, let's see. Neck, 15 inches. Shoulders. Hmm. Something wrong? No, I was just wondering, what keeps your collar from sliding down over your shoulder? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Right, uh, you're looking great shape. Well, uh, yes. Shall uh, I go get McGuck? Well, we don't have to hurry. I ain't quite finished me training yet. Eddie, uh, pass me the carrot juice, please. <laughs> Inhale. Exhale. Exhale. Inhale. Well, how'd you go, Notch? Uh, pretty good, Finnegan. You uh, had plenty of carrot juice? Yeah, loaded with it. Good, then you won't mind the surprise. What's the surprise? Well, McGurk is on his way That's over. That's nice. I... Would you mind to repeat that? Well, I told him you was ready, so he's on his way over for the fight. And, Notch, I want to tell you I'm mighty proud of you. I'll go get you some more carrot juice. McGurk is on his way over. Eddie, Eddie, how am I going to get out of this? I can't fight this guy. I... I got me career to think of. Your career? Yeah, well, for fighting. Might, might ruin me fingers for mixing martinis. <laughs> then maybe you should challenge him to a duel. With swords? A pistol. Eddie, you just give me an idea. What? How about I just challenge him to a debate? Miss <laughs> Arch, if you want to keep Finnegan's friendship, there ain't no way you can get out of this. But, Eddie, me, me nerves, they're all jittery. Look, look, turn on the radio. Maybe some music will relax me, huh? Okay. Friends, do you need accident insurance? <laughs> Eddie, I said music. Well, I'm trying. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. My two front teeth. Jim, I'll, I'll try another station. And what a fight it is at Madison Square Garden. The crowd is yelling for blood. I'm sorry. Leave it on. Maybe I'll get a few pointers. <laughs> what a massacre. Left him alone, lashes out. And once again, battling Donovan goes down. He gets up and runs into another slashing right. And then a left. And then another right. Donovan is now hanging onto the ropes. And, uh-oh, the referee is stopping the fight. It's a merciful end to a bitter battle, folks. Fight fans haven't seen a slaughter like this since that memorable night six years ago when Kid Hogan was so brutally beaten by that roughest fighter of all time... Spike McGurk. Careful, some carrot juice. Did you hear that? That's the guy that's coming down here to malface me. Buddy, what am I going to do? Get hold of yourself. Get some confidence. I got plenty of confidence, but it's all in McGurk. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I should do the sportsman-like thing, huh? What's that? Get out of town. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's too late. What do you mean? Look what just come in the door. Spike McGurk. Oh, quick, Eddie. Eddie, we gotta act fast. What you gonna do? Well, there's only thing we only one thing we can do, Eddie. Uh, yeah? You throw the bum out. <laughs> <laughs> throw him out. 
Man, I'm buying this gentleman a drink. Oh, no. Hey, I was tipped off that a certain party has been begging for a fight, so that I thought I would drop over and oblige the crumb. <laughs> good evening, sir. Uh, may I bid you good evening, Mr. McGuire? Who are you? Friend of the loser. <laughs> Well, here he is, Josh. Go ahead. Tell him off. Now, look, McGurk, uh, uh... That's telling him. <laughs> Give me a chance, Eddie. I'll tell him. Now, first, let me tell you what I think of you, see? I don't like the way you look. I don't like the way you talk. I don't like the way you act. In fact, I don't like anything about you. Well, none of us is perfect. <laughs> Oh, I hope I wasn't right when I called you a coward. Okay, McGurk, would you care to step outside? <laughs> would you repeat that? <laughs> would you care to step outside? <laughs> Let's go. Okay, you go outside and I'll stay inside. <laughs> oh, come on, quit stalling. But, but McGurk, we got a rule here at the tavern. No, no fighting allowed without boxing gloves. Right, Eddie? Right. And uh, we don't happen to have no boxing gloves. <laughs> right, Eddie? Right. Oh, there's boxing gloves right there on the wall. <laughs> I wonder if his friendship is worth it. <laughs> Come on, Arch. I'll help you put the gloves on. Well, we all got to go sometime. Okay, Finnegan. Hey, Eddie, Eddie, help me with my gloves, will you? Yeah, uh, okay, champ. Uh, look, look, Mr. McGurk, come here, sir. Yeah? Uh, could you kind of take it easy on Mr. Archer? You know, sort of leave him living a little bit. <laughs> Why should I? Well, you see, he, he, he ain't such a bad guy. You see, the, the, the reason he talked himself into this fight is on account of his friend, Mr. Finnegan. See, he didn't, he didn't want him to think he was a coward. Oh, so, so that's it, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I can understand how the guy feels. I remember I was a little scared once before a fight. I'll never forget the look in me kid brother's eyes. Oh, he lost all his faith in me that night. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand how this Archie feels. Eddie, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you. I think I am going to let him win. Oh, thank you, Miss McGuire. That's nice of you. Well, I got the gloves on. Well, that's good. Let's fight. You realize, sir, this is your last chance to back out. <laughs> Cut the conversation, will you? Come on, come on, hit me. Uh, just a second. Mercy me, I think I smelled something burning in the kitchen. <laughs> Come back here. I'm in a hurry. Now, look, will you just make a fist, hold out your arm, and I'll run into it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I just remembered I got to go over to the library. I, I got a book that's overdue. Uh, don't be scared. Last night you beat up 12 guys. Last night I was a much younger man. <laughs> My former friend, I'm afraid that you are a coward. Okay. That did it. Okay. Here it comes. Dead. Ouch. <laughs> Please, mister, do not hit me no more. I have had enough, and you have emerged victorious. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Victorious. Boy, Archie, I'm proud of you. Thank you, Finnegan. Well, champ, so long and congratulations. Just a minute. <laughs> Come back here. Huh? 
I ain't through with you, McGurk. <laughs> Mr. Archie, now please. Uh, put out of this, Eddie. Look, McGurk, I don't like your face. I don't like the way you talk. And I don't like you. Now, look, pal, will you leave well enough alone? <laughs> don't talk that way to me, you punk. Put up your dukes. Ah, there's blood on the moon tonight. <laughs> hey, pal, I am trying to be nice to you, but don't push your luck too far. <laughs> Yella, huh? Take this, McGurk. Arch, speak to me. <laughs> oh, that dirty McGurk. Eddie, give me that bottle. Hey, look, McGurk, your shoelace is untied. It is? Yeah. Now, take that. Oh, that did it. Now, Eddie, let's pick Arch up. All right. Uh... Hey, where, where am I? Oh, you all right, Arch? Oh, what, what happened? Hey. Hey, look at McGurk. Out cold on the floor. That's right. You see, fellas? That carrot juice is pretty strong stuff. <laughs> and after this, Finnegan, when you talk about somebody being a coward, look the other way, will you? <laughs> Men, the quickest way to discover something better is to try it. That's why I want you to try Benex Brushless Shave Cream. Benex is the new wonder shave with a sensational beard softening formula that has brought better shaving to thousands of men. Benex Brushless leaves your face feeling extra smooth and comfortable. And Benex doesn't clog your razor or drain either. But don't take our word for it. See for yourself. Get a tube of Benex at your nearest drug counter. Or we'll send you a trial tube free. Write your name and address on a postcard and mail to Benex. B-E-N-E-X. Empire State Building, New York 1, New York. Remember, buy Benex Brushless. Or try it free. Write Benex, Empire State Building, New York. Hurry. Offer limited. to leave Duffy's Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again at the same time next Wednesday when our guests will be Ann Southern and Jimmy Durante. Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Vitalis for well-groomed hair and Truchet, the hand lotion with the beforehand extra. Each Wednesday, Bristol Myers brings you Duffy's Tavern and Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately over most of these stations.
This is radio's Mr. District Attorney, friends. If you want to enjoy a real thrill, a dramatic story full of exciting action and unusual entertainment, hear the case of the Bar of Soap on Mr. District Attorney, which follows immediately on NBC. Thank you.